twohomos.com. It's not a porn site. We just like the name. I have to say, neither one of us has been getting a whole lot of sleep lately. And what sleep we get, we only get a few minutes at a time. And there is a pretty good reason why we're all jacked up on our sleep. And I got to tell you, it's not our fault. The person whose fault it is is sitting here with us. And we're not going to give him a mic. Not just yet, anyway. But we do have a reason for not being able to sleep. And it's not that he's not vocal. That's the thing. I mean, he is vocal. And he, he's just a, a gabber, you know, and he wants all this attention. He's very needy, to be honest. Very needy. It's it's the new addition to our pack. It's not a puppy. Nope. Not a cat. Nope. Not, not a, a turtle. Not a hamster or a gerbil or a hermit crab. Or a bunny. Oh, a bunny. Oh, maybe we should have gotten a bunny. And it's not one of those little pigs. Oh. Those miniature pigs, it's not that. It's not a miniature pig. Well, yeah, they, well, they shit around the house a lot. And so that's really, you know, I wouldn't want to have one of those. But if you put it in a diaper, you know, he won't poop all over the house. You know what? I'm not going to be changing a pig's diaper. Seriously? Well, you want him, you know, pooping all over the house? I don't want a pig. Oh, okay. But they eat anything. They never complain with what you make. So let's talk about our new addition to the pack. Well, we've been waiting to do an open adoption. And open adoption basically is when a woman or a birth mother chooses the adoptive parents to adopt her child. And we've been on a waiting list for, gosh, I think about three years. Yeah, it's been about three years we started this process. Yeah, and I mean, that's not like the waiting list. I mean, it was probably like about six months, nine months to finish doing all the stuff that we had to do for the agency. All the paperwork and yeah. whatnot. Plus, and, you know, it, in an open adoption, the birth mother chooses the family she wants to place the baby with. And so not every birth mother is going to want to place their child with a couple of dykes or lesbians, excuse me, excuse me. But I have my own philosophy on that. And I think that the reason why women normally don't place it with lesbians is because they have no problem with gays. Because no matter what, there's only going to be one mom ever. There's two gay guys. You know what? The kid's going to have two fathers. If it's a, a woman that's placing it with a lesbian, then that's three moms. So, you know, you kind of keep yourself kind of special because there's an open adoption, which means there's going to be a relationship in a perfect world between the birth mother and the adoptive parents. Well, so, I think your theory is very interesting, but I think actually it's just the fact that a gay couple is adopting. I think not everybody is comfortable placing their child with a gay couple, men or women. But the men were getting chosen more. Every time you turn around on the page, there's like another gay guy that got a baby. Yeah, I saw lesbians getting babies too. It not was just, as much as the men. It was just us not getting babies. Maybe they, we did something wrong. Hmm. Maybe they listened to our podcast. Yeah, that could be. <laughs> Uh-oh. So anyways, uh, we were contacted in July. Yeah, late July, we, we got a phone call. And we ended up creating a relationship that way. And then... Well, you, you, didn't, you didn't just create a relationship. I mean, you, you get, we spent time on the phone, especially you talking to the birth mother, kind of, you know, yeah, getting but, to know her. I mean, it was almost like dating over the phone. Really, yeah, it was like a blind date. And that's that's really how, you know, it all started. Because I'm sure, well, I know for a fact that she talked to other families, potentially some of them also gay couples. So I think there's only gay couples is what she's choosing, gay okay. and lesbian. But anyway, I know she talked to other couples. And so, you know, she really kind of clicked with us, which is good for us and, and good for, you know, the whole situation. But that's, that's kind of interesting. It's not just like people have one choice and you are like dating and getting to know each other and kind of feeling each other out and how will you raise my kid and getting to know stuff like that. So it's a pretty interesting process. It doesn't really just happen overnight, usually. No. But what ends up happening also is that, you know, after talking to her, you know, she's going to 
you know, have the baby, you know, near us, which was nice too. And she wanted to have it, you know, by us, which was, which I was grateful for. Because she's not from California. So, you know, she wanted to come out here and, you know, have the baby out here, which was nice. I think it was a, a beneficial for her as well because she was able to see my family lives in California, Virginia's family lives in New York, but at least she gets to meet my family, people that are going to be around the baby. And so at least she has a glimpse of what his life could be like. Right. So she got to meet, you know, my crazy, insane family. And, you know, she liked them. We liked her. And that little chirp sound, if you did hear it, it was him. He's not a, a chicken or a bird or something. Well, that, that sounds- could be. He does. Yeah, he's making a lot of sounds right now. See, because he needs to be here with us. Well, someone has to supervise us, which is making me, you know, not use profanity. You know what a gutter mouth I am. Right. Well, And I- I'm doing so well because my luck would be when he gets older, we take him to the elementary school and he drops the F-bomb and they're going to look at the lesbian. Right. And they're going to say, that's why they're not allowed to adopt babies. Listen to that poor child. Yeah. So we actually, he's been with us now for two weeks. He was uh, born two weeks ago on Sunday, which was pretty interesting because we've been spending, you know, especially Roxanne had been spending a lot of time with the birth mother. And, you know, my deal was, you know, it was Sunday. It was uh, the LA County Fair is going on and we go every year. That's our big thing to do. And I was adamant. I was, I was going to the LA County Fair. I was done with, you know, all this spending time with other people, you know, and entertaining the birth mother, all this. I just decided I wanted to go to the fair. And I was like, that's it. We're going to the fair. So we're all ready. We're just about ready to go. You know, we've showered. I've done my hair. We've actually, I think we actually packed a bag with snacks. I was concerned on leaving because I know that she, I, she was like two days behind at that point. Past her due date. Past her delivery date. Yeah. Due date. date. It's called the due date. She was two days past her due date. And I was a little bit nervous, you know, so I, I didn't really want to leave, but Virginia was, you know, she just needed some time off or just she and I to bond and, and then she did this dramatic thing. Well, I don't know when we'll go to the fair again after that, maybe five years. Yeah. And I'm like, all right. I like that we needed some time to bond because after 14 years, I don't think we've bonded. No, but we haven't spent a lot of time together because, you know, I've, I've been with her and I've been, you know. The birth mother. Yeah. And, and I've been spending lots of time and, you know, getting, you know, allowing her to get to know me better as well as me get to know her better. Yeah. And quite frankly, it's a very stressful experience because, you know, until the baby's actually placed, I mean, the birth mother can change her mind and, you know, do make whatever decision she wants. And I absolutely support her doing what she wants to do and the right thing. But you also, there's part of you that's like, you know, pick me, pick me, pick me. It's kind of like you're on the, you're on the, you're watching everybody, you're watching everybody getting picked to play on a certain team. And you're like, just going, please, 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 desperately. And that's kind of how it was. At yeah. least. So I'm about to, I'm just about to, like, I pick, I think I actually picked up the keys in my hand and I'm about to, about to pull the car around and Roxanne goes, oh, look, I got a, I got a message from the birth mother on my phone. Oh, and I got a message from my mother. And so Roxanne starts calling people and sure enough, uh, the birth mother was having contractions. So needless to say, we had to blow off the fair. I was going to, yeah, this funny thing though is Roxanne actually said to her mom, Roxanne was talking to her mom first, do you think we can go to the fair for a couple hours? Well, the thing is, there's there's a reason why. Because you hear that there's people that have a very long delivery. When Asha was born, her mother was in labor for 24 hours. And I'm like, okay, that's scary. So I thought there'd be some time, you know, run in, run out, because you wanted to go. And mom said, no, Roxanne, I don't think so. Yeah, thank goodness you have a mom with a with a rational head. Well, I would have told you to. I would have been like, look, no. But I was getting pressure from my wife. Yeah. I didn't have a choice. Well, once I found out she was in labor... So 
off we go. Now we uh, we leave all our fair things behind and we pack, you know, we grab our little baby bag that we've had ready because, you know, we're we're good about planning that stuff. We figured if something's going to happen, we want to grab, you know, stuff with diapers and all kinds of stuff like that. Just, you know, just in case. Well, we had we had the, 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 the baby bag and then we also had a bag for us, which was really smart. And, you know, I'm thinking that it'll be like in, out. And, you know, I'm still thinking it's going to be a very long, you know, labor. And, you know, if I get stinky, if I want to change a shirt, whatever the heck it is, deodorant, toothbrush, toothpaste, we have that planned as well. Yeah, but I think 24 hours of labor, you know what, they may as well just knock me out. If, if never, that's just unbelievable. They so, can't knock you out. They can it, give you an epidural. I don't care. They would have to knock me out if I was in labor for 24 hours. They'd just have to knock me out. Just take it. Whatever you need to do, just take it out. I'm done. But so we rush over to the hospital. Uh, Well, we didn't rush over to the hospital first. We picked up, uh, well, your mom actually picked up the birth mother and brought her back to her house. And I think they had called the hospital and said, well, when the contractions get to be five minutes apart, that's when you need to go to the hospital. And I think they were maybe 10 minutes or so by the time we we actually left the house. So we hung out uh, with everybody for a few hours. And then sure enough, it was time to go to the hospital. So now... You know, now I'm having heart palpitations and everything, of course, because the birth mother actually agreed to, if she was going to do it, you know, through the usual way, you know, in the out hole or out the in hole, she was going to, she was going to allow us to be in the delivery room. If she was going to have a C-section, then it was just going to be uh, Roxanne in there. Because the hospital only allowed one person. So it's not like she was saying, oh, choosing. Yeah, right. exactly. So good news is we actually did get to be in the delivery room and we, we didn't, we weren't like, you know, staring down her legs. I mean, we actually, you know, we do have some manners. So we were off to the side and also because the doctor told us, you know, that we needed to be out of what, the, what she called the splash zone. I'm like, look, I, I don't even want to know what the splash zone is. I'm out. Just tell me where to go. I'm out. Roxanne, of course, has to know what's the splash zone, what's going to splash on I didn't. I didn't ask that because she was in stirrups, and I can understand that when the, the water breaks, that's where it's going to be. Yep. So and when the baby comes out, you know, there's going to be a mess there too. Right. So I, I get all these sort of things. I'm not naive because I this is not my first rodeo, unlike some people, which oh, would be you. Yeah. But I was never in the delivery room. I like how, you know, this is the funniest thing. You're, it's a rodeo? You, you th- well, no, you think you're like a baby expert because your niece and nephew, when they were younger, stayed over at your house when you were young. They but, lived with us. Right. But, you know, you haven't really, really, like, had a baby and taken care of, like, an infant. So it's so funny when you say that. No, when you not, say not, that. Not, not a, a newborn baby, but as a, Justin was under a year old. Maybe mm-hmm. he was, like, seven months old or something right. like that. Yeah. So. Six, no, six months to seven months old. That's like saying, you know, have you ever driven a car before? Well, yeah, I've been in the car when my mother and father drove. Like Virginia, no. you haven't been around a six-month and seven-month-old like I've had. So I have more experience than you do. And thank you for letting me know that I'm number one in front of the boy. That's nice. That's very classy with a K. Yeah. Love that. Anyway, so so we're in there and uh, wow, it, what an experience that was. But th- then we thought, I don't know why we thought this, but I thought the baby was going to be, you know, in the hospital for, you know, maybe a week. May, maybe. may I say one thing? Sure. I was, I always thought when those, in high school, they showed this birth thingy and it scared me when the woman... When the woman gave birth, because they showed the uterus and how large it got and this sort of thing, it scared the heck out of me. And you always see in shows, the women are screaming, they're in so much pain. She was smart, she got an epidural, and it was still hard for her, don't get me wrong, but not as bad as that, you know, you watch it on the, the Discovery Channel or on, you know, the movie at, at school or on 
anything that you know that shows a woman giving birth. I had she no, made it look easy. I had no intention of looking at her vajayjay, and I didn't. So I didn't need to see anything expanding, getting big. I didn't need to see any of that stuff. You didn't I, expect to hear her screaming in pain. I thought maybe she'd have some discomfort and and possibly be screaming, but I figured you know that's part of the process, and it's something we'll always remember. So anyway, I thought that the baby was going to stay at the hospital. I thought we were just coming, you know, to experience the the birth and to be supportive. Hold the baby, be supportive, and, you know, then move on and, you know, maybe pick up the baby in a week or so if, you know, she was still inclined to give us the baby. But what happened, what wound up happening is that she, the birth mother decided she didn't want to hold the baby and she didn't want to start getting attached to the baby. And so as soon as the baby was all cleaned up, tested, you know, weighed, take their temperature, all the things they need to do, clean out their mouth, they wrapped the baby up and they gave the baby to us and said, okay, here you go. And you're staying in the hospital. And we're like, huh? I know I was ill prepared for that, and then the, I mean it was it was a big big room. It was a delivery room, and it was also you know the patient's room that they stay in. I mean it's a huge. I mean it's like a mansion of a suite in the delivery delivery section. I don't know what it's called. Deliver something. Labor right. del- labor delivery, delivery and recovery. Right. So yeah. yeah. So they what they do is the same room that the the mother gives birth in. She actually stays there with the baby, and so when they found out that she wasn't. She was going to be placing the baby for adoption. She, they gave the baby to us, of course, with her permission. And so now there we are. And they're like, oh, and you're going to stay in the hospital. And here's your room. And here's your bed. And I'm like, oh, I, yeah, I didn't bring any pajamas or anything. And I'm going to take care of a baby starting right now. And yeah. here you go. Here's the bottle. And here's how you put in the nipple. And here's how you feed the baby. Bye. No, but what was cool is that we had the nurses that were there. And I think there's a couple different things because it was... It was like a religious hospital, not like crazy religious hospital, but there was, it was a religious hospital. It wasn't like, you know, the hospital of Van Nuys. It wasn't in Van Nuys that that he was born, but it wasn't that. It was affiliated with some sort of church or something like that. Yeah, well. And, and it's the place that the baby was at is a very conservative city. I mean, there's a church on every corner, literally more, more churches than Starbucks. So I was a little bit concerned. I'm like, you know, what are these nurses going to be like? Are they going to be giving us attitude? I'm ready to throw down if we need to have problems. I mean, I'm ready to fight and I'm ready to go. And everybody is very kind and very thoughtful and very helpful. And, you know, I think there's only one person that was creepy, but I think she's just creepy anyways. She was probably creepy to everybody. Yeah, I didn't really get the sense anyone was creepy. I got the sense that some people were just totally excited. Some people a little standoffish. And a lot of people really didn't understand the concept of what's an open adoption and how does this work. And, you know, we were really open to the birth mother actually coming in and holding the baby if she was comfortable and we let the nurses know and they just kind of looked at us cross-eyed you know like well you know uh, it was a little weird but but we taught everyone a lot we taught everyone about gay moms and we taught everyone about open Open adoption. adoption and so we were there sunday night and then we were there we had to stay all day monday and we stayed monday night and we didn't get sprung from the hospital till tuesday afternoon which was so this was pretty shocking it's a good thing we took the dogs with us <laughs> and dropped them off at Roxanne's mom's house because uh, otherwise uh, the dogs wouldn't have eaten for a couple of days that'd be bad what I thought was also cute is that he had a um when he was in the hospital he had a little low jack put onto him and it's like this crazy security ward you know it, it was amazing I mean I understand why they do that she always you know on tv some crazy woman dressed up as a nurse walks out of the, a hospital with a baby you know and that happened what maybe about four months ago Recently? Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But anyway, they told us that if that low jack thing, if the baby and the low jack left even the room we were in, 
that all of a sudden the elevators would shut down, that the all the doors would automatically lock and alarms would go off. So nobody, nobody was getting out of that hospital, much less off the floor. So it was pretty, pretty intense security. I like that. Yep. And then the other thing that I thought was also interesting is that the, the birth mother from the get go, when she's filling out his, when, when he first was born, you know, we gave the first name and the, and the middle name. So we did that. And then when she was uh, having the birth certificate, she did the first name, the last name, and, you know... Middle name. Our la- No, no, first name, sorry, first name, middle name, and our last name. Right. And so that was pretty cool. And it's like, it's been a, a done deal. And then she was in town probably about a week after the birth, maybe two weeks. Two weeks. And then she flew out and she's back home. Yep. And she signed her rel- relinquishment paperwork. And we're waiting for the birth father to sign his. He said he's going to do it. And when that's all done, then it's moving into a forward momentum. We've already contact an attorney, you know, that's going to do the process, the paperwork and so forth. And we're going to be on probation. Best way to describe it for six months, because we are a foster to adopt this boy because they don't just give you the boy because it's with an an agency and they want to make sure that the baby's safe and sound. And then, you know, once a month we have to go see a social worker or they'll come out to our house to see us and make sure that he's safe. Yep. But it's pretty cool. And it's, it's shocking and we don't sleep at all. That's right. But it's okay. We're, we're still loving every minute of it. It's well worth it. So the little boy's been home with us now for two weeks. Well, we, you know, he's, he was born two weeks ago and he's been home with us since we got sprung from the hospital. And, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's doing great and we're pretty excited and we'll, we'll provide more updates as we go. But just wanted to give everyone the news why we've been away because now we have a new addition to our pack. Also be patient with us because we it might take us a bit to do a podcast every now and then because now we're working with this little guy and I apologize for the, the two weeks or so that we didn't have it because we haven't slept and we've had him in our house for two weeks and literally no sleep. So I appreciate you guys' patience, but there is a reason we're not out partying. We're not on vacation, but thank you very much. And we actually have a baby in the office with us sitting right now and he's asleep on the lap because it's a very boring podcast he said yeah he's he's already heard this story before so he really didn't need to sit through it again awesome bye bye